Slip Angle Show. We're still here. Uh, episode part part two. We didn't go anywhere, wow. yeah. but through the magic of production, we are <laughs> the the production on the where, second show where Austin cl- Austin clicks in one spot, separates two shows. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how long this show is going to be. We'll see. There are a decent amount of questions. All right, but uh, this is our this, right. is this our first actual question show? We've never done that before. It is. This is the first time we've actually like really gone through and answered questions or even asked for. Them. I think literally the very first show was like the only one that we asked for questions. Yeah, yeah. like and like Phil Meisnikowski put one question in Track Midwest. <laughs> so I, think I mean, and it. it's actually. It's pretty. It's pretty decent. Like I, I don't want to make tons of shows like this. Yeah, but I think occasionally it is good. Yeah, we should uh, maybe do like that. maybe once a month or so we start doing stuff. That's a good idea. So I mean, I mean the feedback from those you know those questions that we asked on the uh, on the Tuesday show, uh, the feedback that we got from those was great. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> so uh, more questions though. We'll go ahead and and start. With questions. All right. Um, so you, you read them. This is back in the Track Midwest group. Uh, you read them off, Mr. And, Chris. and then we'll answer because I my, I got to find them on my computer, and that might take me a while because I'm terrible <laughs> at right. computers. Uh, Mr. Chris Sullivan says, "How well do Honda Fits fly? How well do they? What? How well do they what? Fly? Fly? Yeah. Yeah. Did you jump a fit one time or something?" I did at Autobahn. <laughs> Over the jump on full track? Uh, no. Uh, taking liberal amounts of curbing. Oh, uh, through like, I remember hearing about this. <laughs> yeah, through through like five. Yeah, yeah, I remember this uh, now. Six, through six, yeah. I remember that. So, yeah, I forget. Uh, I think Dennis Duff was behind me, and he said he literally saw air under all four tires. That'll happen. So... And that's when I forget who was riding with me, but Chris Sullivan had left the spare tire in his trunk. Yeah. Uh, and like folded the seats down or removed the seats. And when we when we stopped, I guess he didn't have a, a tie down in the spare tire. Oh, geez. How did he pass uh, tech? Well, I don't think he went through tech with it in. <laughs> I think he may have thrown it in to go like drive somewhere or something and then didn't take it out. Chris. Uh, but it was definitely it was like leaning up against the passenger seat. Yeah. <laughs> so oh. that was awesome. And then Jimmy Padilla asked, "Have you ever taken them off any sweet jumps?" Yeah, um, clearly you have. Which I'm guessing that was in in response to the Chris Sullivan yeah. question. Was that was that at a GPS track time or was that at a Grid Life event? That was at Grid Life. That was at Grid Life uh, Autobahn. The uh, like the first year or, or this year? No, this year. Okay. Like spec spec fit status. Oh man. Don't talk about loose spare tires in cars at my events. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me feel like I'm I mean, blowing it. I Actually, think it's because it, somebody, I, I'm pretty sure he put it back in. They're kind of your events too, so we'll blame this one on you. Yeah. <laughs> um, moving on. Dan Lewis asks, uh, tire choices for cold weather mm-hmm. at mid-Ohio in April. Hmm, That's a good one. Um Personally, I like uh, the high-performance street tire stuff when it's cold. Um, uh, Hoosiers, they're not really great for, like, unless you really work in. The coldest I've ever been on track in, with Hoosiers was probably 45 degrees. Um, I was on some Toyo RRs at Road Atlanta the first time I was there. It was probably 35, 40 degrees. Now that was okay. It, it took about two laps before they felt okay. 
uh, good street tires, like 200 Treadwear street tires, eh, that's kind of the jam, man. You get about one lap in. Just run, right. them, run them at like 15 PSI, man. You're yeah, good. They'll just, build heat. Just start a little bit low. No big deal. <laughs> one time I raced a lemons uh, race would, in the snow. It was, they were fine. I would recommend winter tires, uh, maybe studs. <laughs> yeah, dude. Bring studs to Middle House. Yeah, that works out. Yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah. So tons of grip. The uh, uh, those general general Arctics. That's what you should get, Dan. Yeah, the Ultimax Arctics, man. I used to sell the crap out of those right. for Continental in general. My wife's got some of them. They're great. So they, uh, yeah, they were really good. And as long as I don't have to pull so, Dan off of the uh, off of a hill somewhere like that one time. <sighs> were you there at that Hanami where Dan parked it up on the hill inside of the toilet bowl at Gingerman? No, he back. That was Dan, right? The red, red, red S two thousand. Dan Lewis. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I remember that. He, I I remember seeing the video. I don't know if I was intimately aware of. He it, looped but. it in the five six combo and like high speed and coming out of six. Yeah. And, on the on the outside of the track. Yeah. Right? He, he like went by Spectator Hill. He went to the left and he backed it up onto Spectator Hill. The car was at a forty five degree angle and like. Oops! Just, like there was no way of getting it down without wrecking ever without wrecking something. Um, <laughs> and like I was starting to lose my mind because like every I, I I went out there in the Gingerman truck like with <laughs> I think with uh, with Pat uh, the lead flagger for Gingerman and Pat or Joe Molnar <laughs> and like I would be like all right let's just hook to the front we just got to drag this thing out and then and then like four people would be like no it's gonna wreck this it's gonna wreck that it's gonna wreck that that's a thousand dollar thing. And I'm like, all right, well, then let's uh, we'll get a truck up top. We'll pull it up on the spectator hill. No, we can't do that. It's going to wreck this. It's going to wreck that. I'm like, well, what are we going to do? We're going to cancel. Well, what do you want to do? Are we going to cancel the rest you of the You got to get a helicopter. <laughs> We're not canceling Honda Meet because Dan backed down the spectator hill. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we actually did. We pulled oh, it We pulled man. it down, and it did get down without without really any problems. So. Um, but yeah, at one point, we were going to pull a truck around to spectator hill and then pull it up onto spectator hill. Um. Because it was that far up the hill. <laughs> so, wow. It was, That's ridiculous. That was an awkward spot. So, anyway. yeah. So I guess he really wants to know what uh, what tires to run in the cold so that that doesn't happen yeah. in Mid-Ohio. No, there's no real hills in Mid-Ohio. You can back it up onto the bridge if you hit things weird. Yeah. Man. But still, that's if you've never been to Mid-Ohio... And it's going to be cold. That's not a really good time to try and push the limits. It might not be cold. It might be like seventy degrees. It's April. Yeah, it could be. Who knows? Yeah, everybody's all talking about how it's so. how it's going to snow. <laughs> it snowed like one time on this weekend ever, and it was just last year. So people know about it. But yeah, probably going to be fine. Uh, probably going to be fine. Let's see. Next question. Uh, Michael Puglisi asks: Is Shaq going to DJ at the music festival? Shaq. Yeah, Shaq. Hmm. The, ba- the basketball player? The sports ball guy? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I, I doubt it. Um, um, I've, I've heard some of Shaq's music, and it's not, it's, I don't think it's up to our, up to our, uh, <laughs> up to our standards. Yeah. No. Um, let's see. Hillary and Frank asks, uh, why am I not involved in an EF podcast? Freaking Hillary. We already did one EF podcast with Hillary. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say it's it's likely because it has to do with undercoating. Yeah, she's not fam- <laughs> she's not familiar with undercoat EFs. We're, 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 we only deal with uh, with legal USDM shells, Hillary. Let's see. Next question. Um, Nick Lau asks if you bought a car like right now, 
this one, hang on. If you bought a car like now, do you any more material to talk about yourself? Uh, Which is funny because Nick speaks really good English, <laughs> uh, but I, he wrote a question like he doesn't. That's that's such a terrible question. I don't know what it means. So <laughs> I, I think it was if it was probably meant for me. If I were to buy a car like right now, would I have any more material to talk about? No, this is what we're going to talk about not. from now on. As you can tell by our last podcast, we're pretty much involved in buying Austin something. (laughs) Um, Next question. Ryan Weddle asks, the LS swap seems to be a love or hate thing. Where does slip angle stand on the issue? I love LS swaps. We're talking about Chevy. I'm for it. Oh, yeah. I'm for it. Unless it's in a Miata and your name's Johnny C. Oh, freaking Johnny C. Johnny C's got so many parts (laughs) on that Miata. I don't know how that Miata doesn't weigh 10,000 pounds. (laughs) <laughs> dry sumps and freaking side pipes and roll cages and oh, I finally found this thread that we're talking about. There we are. So, yeah, I found it. Yeah, I've got the next question. If you bought a um, car like now, do you any more material to talk about yourself? What the <laughs> hell are you talking about next? <laughs> no, I love uh, I love LS swaps. I want to put an LS into I just saw that there was an RSX somebody put an LS front wheel drive with a uh, big old turbo on. Really? Yeah, Grassroots Motorsports shared the picture a little while ago. It was pretty rad. I don't know. I don't know if that it's like a car that's pretty done, awesome. But it, uh, I, w- I think LS swaps are fine. Who cares? It's well, it's a performance. It's like a modern. It's like a modern Tornado. Seriously, seriously, Mod- modern front wheel drive V8. Yeah, that's yeah, front wheel drive V8 coupe. I'm surprised that 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 thing can package into a into an RSX. RSX engine bays aren't that big, but um, I don't know. LSs guess, are. Rad. I mean, LSs you can make anything tiny. work. They're not a big motor, but um, they like have big displacement because of the the push rod, you know, setup, and it's compact, and they're they make crazy power, and they're rad sounding. Who cares? I guess we're we're fans of LS swaps all around, though. Even the Honda LS swaps, mm-hmm. right? Sort, like that's... sort of a fan of Honda LS. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Next question. Chandler Marr asks, uh, "When is the Greg and me coming back? We do need to get and when Greg is Austin going to give in?" And get a, a Miata again. We do need to have Greg back. Yeah, I, I texted Greg a few weeks ago. I'm like, yeah, we need to get you on the show. And he's like, let me check my calendar. Wide open. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, Greg is currently between jobs, I think. Yeah, no. I, why Why isn't he currently driving around the country I th- visiting a bunch of people? That's what you're supposed to do when you're between jobs. I, that's what you do every time you don't have a job. You just drive everywhere. You either do a thousand track days or you do a thousand podcasts. That's what I'm trying to make a job yeah. is doing a thousand track days and a thousand podcasts. The, like, that's the job that I want. I think well, Greg did. Um, he did a bunch of uh, he organ. He was like the Tom O'Gorman of the East Coast. He was doing track night in America. He was like the guy in charge. Um, huh. So he did that like all summer. Um, and he was doing some he was talking about doing some data work because he's a real good data guy for uh, for a couple of race teams. I don't know if that ever happened or what, but um yeah, we, we should uh, we should we should hook up with Greg like uh, I don't know maybe later Beginning. this week or next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's uh, um, I'm sure he's available. Yeah, I'd love to have him back. That's a good on. idea. I love he's got Greg. such a good voice for radio too. Yeah, he make, he makes our voices sound. Well, he makes my voice especially. You've got a good voice. I've got like uh, somebody put a clothespin over a Dutch guy's nose. That's my voice. It's terrible. <laughs> Holy crap! There are a lot of questions. <laughs> Yeah. So when the second part of the question is, when is Austin going to give in and get a Miata again? Um, and at this point right now, uh, not anytime soon. 
Yeah. So it, it, the problem the problem with the Miata is is if I get a Miata, I have to buy a hardtop for it. It's just a personal thing. Yeah. And then I also have to buy a roll bar. And then I have to buy all the 949 parts. Yep. And all of a sudden I'm into it for 10 Gs right off the bat. Or more, yeah. Yep. So that's that's kind of where I'm at right now. Yeah. And it's just not that practical for an only car. Let's see. <laughs> They're really not. Brian Brian asks, uh, will Jababy come out of hipster retirement next year? I, I don't know what that means. I guess maybe you used to be a hipster, but you're not anymore? I don't think I was a hipster. I think I'm more of a blue collar asshole. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Um maybe he means I should race more. That's what I should do. I should probably race yeah, more next year. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Um Adrian asks, uh Hey Adrian. Uh <laughs> Mexican, Asian, Italian, American comfort foods. Please debate and order from best to worst. Uh and he expects three strong main points per decision. Uh, also, a works cited page and fifteen hundred words and due tomorrow. Due tomorrow, holy crap! I don't know if I can get that done. Tomorrow is Christmas Eve. Oh yeah, it's Friday right now, isn't it? <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> um, I ain't turning anything in in Christmas. Eve. This is a tough one, man. Uh, I think American comfort foods need to be um, Mexican first for me, and then I'll go Asian because I love. Actually, I don't know. I've never had real Asian. I've only had American Asian. And I love me some orange chicken so much. Uh, <laughs> then Italian. You've never had sushi? Sushi's like pretty Asian. Dude, I cook my food. I'm not into that. <laughs> then hibachi? No, never had that. Never. Well, I've been to I've been to some Japanese restaurants, like some real ones. So I guess I've had real Asian. I would yeah. say Mexican, Italian, uh, American, and then Asian. Unless we're talking about so... Asian American. And then I would say... <laughs> I don't know where I'm at now. <laughs> I don't know. So it's like it's opposite of your car choices where Asian comes number one. Dude, as long as as long as I can get me tacos in my face, I love tacos so much. So I think for me it's it's Asian, Mexican, American comfort food, and then Italian. I love American no, comfort food. Is if we're no, talking about fried I chicken. I love Italian. I love Italian, though, too. So it's probably Asian, Mexican, Italian, American comfort food. There's some really good pizza. on, uh, And there's a local place near here that's got, like, the best, like, medium. It's not deep dish, but it's, like, thick pizza. And then they've got some really good thin crust, too. San Fratello's. Oh, it's so good. I can eat, I can <laughs> eat it every day. But, um, Let's see. but I, love, I, love a, I love a good steak taco. That's my first. Steak taco's number yes. one. Yes. So for me, it's like sushi and hibachi and then tacos. I've, I've never had sushi. You'll have to take me out sometime and pay for it. We'll have to go get some sushi. <laughs> I'm, I'm not paying for it. You pay for it. Come to California, man. Come to California. We can road trip in my EF. I don't, I don't want sushi because I live too far from a place where all the things that are sushi live. And all those things. That's why are... I said you have to come to California. Yeah, I know. I need to fly out there. We need to, we need to get John Morton on the show again. I want to get out there. I'll fly out Let's for see. that. Yeah. Oh, we got another one from Byron um, here. I sat across. Byron from, asks. I sat across from Byron at our, at our PRI uh, our PRI party. Nice. He's such a sweetie. He was uh, he was the second he person asked, there. Is is Waka Flock of Flame coming or returning to grid life? And also, how does he feel about losing the election? I don't know how he feels, but <laughs> I don't know. Well, uh, he, I don't know if he's going to come back and perform at grid life. We might be able to get him to come back and like turn some laps. Did we ever talk about? You think he'd want to drive? Do you think he'd want to drive a CRX? He'd probably he'd be down to probably ride in drift car, um, but I don't know if he'd want to drive a CRX. Although 
I don't know. We'll see. He's pretty tall, and I'm kind of tall. I'm not as tall as him, but he could probably fit in my Cyrax. The uh, did, let's did, see, next. Did, wait, did did you hear? Did you hear what it took to get him to Grid Life South? I don't even want to know. He, I I do know. Well, besides, but m- I don't want to. Besides the money, I'm just thinking. I'm saying like like what had to happen. He was in New Jersey performing in the afternoon, um, and then he took a private jet down to Atlanta. And the only way he could be picked up was in a black Escalade. That was like his only part of the rider <laughs> was a black Escalade. <laughs> so he had to rent a black black Escalade. And then I think at the end of the night, Chris, uh, like Chris Stewart, Chris like, drove him back. I think to Chris Atlanta, took him like to his to house. His house. <laughs> so Chris, yeah, to Chris, his house. Chris knows where Waka lives. <laughs> said said he lives in like a really like modest house. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. And doesn't own any cars. No cars. He's such a strange guy. Hey, whatever. So, well, when you got your homies to drive you around, what do you need a car yeah, for? If everybody that uh, pays you money picks you up in a black Escalade, you don't need to buy any Escalades. It's like uh, it's like Austin. When all your homies have race cars, what do you need one for? That's right, dude. You guys got to figure it out, man. You guys both got <laughs> long ass hair too. Austin Cabot, the Waka Flocka of the track community. Right. Oh no, this next one, freaking Eric. Uh, are tickets sold out for the Gridlife Midwest Festival? No. This is from uh, from Eric Cattell. Oh, Eric Cattell. Tickets? Tickets? No. Uh, driving spots? Potentially soon. Uh, yeah, they're opening in January 16, actually. <laughs> and Eric's being facetious and, and being a silly goose. Um, but, uh, no, I think uh, general admission is open right now. But uh, And we sold a lot of them already. The, you, have you seen yeah. how many we've sold? No, I, I haven't been checking up on everything. <laughs> like damn near a thousand already. <laughs> it's not bad. Um, and uh, I think uh, driver's spots go up January 16th. So. Okay. Yep. That's that's coming up, seeing yeah. as how it's Christmas uh, Christmas Eve tomorrow. That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Benjamin asks, uh, is it true if you don't lose it, use it, you lose it? Hmm. No, it's not true. No, definitely not. Although, uh, although if if you don't drive, if you don't ride a bicycle for a long time, no, you don't forget how to do that. You pick it up real fast. What what yeah. what would you lose if you don't use it? Um, ice. Mm, if you don't use the ice, you lose the ice. Yeah, you probably would eventually. I don't know if you're into yeah. change of seasons, unless you live in the North Pole or South Pole. That's probably it. What a terrible question, Benjamin. You're blowing it. <laughs> uh, let's see. Lewis, Lewis asks, uh, why are EM1s the best car to start with? Well, they're not. So. Obviously, the Honda, Honda EM1s. But they're not. Not the best car to start with. <laughs> he just loves his blue EM1 that I towed home it's from too... Good Life South of Blown Motor. <laughs> well, he's got a couple B16s in the garage, doesn't he? He's got one blown up one and one in a car, yes. Oh. Yeah, he's he's one of the uh, he's one of the one of the Ramblers buddies, and he and I he rode with me down to Grid Life South, and then he was glad that he rode with me because on the way back we were, he rode with me with a blown up car on my trailer. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Scott Hollingsworth asks, "Can I rent the top level of the tower and make a gentleman's club for Grid Life?" It's not a bad idea. Some of the better ideas I've heard. Hmm. Hmm. I think the, I think he knows like weird Russian ladies. It could be fun. As long as they don't talk. 
I'm yeah. good. Make it this sexy for the manies. <laughs> uh, let's see. Devin asks, if I deploy a parachute on track, last lap of every session, will Adam come repack it and tow me off? Um, I don't know if I'd have a choice. <laughs> if Devin ruins all my track time for everybody, I'm the one who's in charge of organizing the track time. And making sure sessions it's, start on time. I mean, but for Devin, this could be a very big safety issue because um, we do know that his brakes probably will break at some point, yeah. and he will need a parachute. I would encourage a parachute on Devin's car, but I would only encourage deployment of said parachute if the brakes fail. And if, and if he deploys it without the brakes failing, then hmm, what could be the punishment? The punishment can be that Hmm. Well, we can't we can't take off all of his lug nuts because he's already done that one. Yeah, before. we can't part his car out because he's currently doing that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. We could just we could we could curse him with having to read a pamphlet of things that he's written without spell correction from anyone else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I was just about to say. <laughs> yeah, Devin has to put together a pamphlet of uh, of how to pack a parachute, and he has to uh, he has to read it for himself. He has to read it over the loudspeaker, and it will be completely undoable. He won't be able to read it because his grammar is so bad. Let's see. Kyle, Kyle Hooker asks, uh, how do I know if my wife is pergurant? Pergurant. Um, pergurant. I'm not sure. I don't know. Ask, ask her boyfriend? Yeah. Her boyfriend might be, on, <laughs> might, might be able to tell. Um, to ask him you know, how wrapped up it was last time. <laughs> Uh, so moving on, still have a few more questions. These are over on the Slip Angle um, Facebook page. Slip Angle Facebook um, page? I've never heard of this. David, yeah, what is that? <laughs> uh, David Yinkst asks for more info on Adam's new race car project, which we already covered. Stupid EF. Nobody should build EFs. Um, Colin asks, why isn't there a grid life in the Pacific Northwest? Man, Colin, do you and know how hard it is to start a grid life in a new place? So hard. You lose Although so we much could, money. we could have it in Washington and call it grid life twilight. Because it doesn't get dark have all the vampires, all the vampires come out to play. I don't understand that. Uh, it's Twilight reference from all the movies that I had to watch with Jessica. Oh my gosh, I've Sorry. never seen one. Although I do, I for a while I did have a crush on that Kristen Kristen Stewart chick. Oh yeah, is that what her name is, Kristen Stewart? Yeah, I thought she was cute. Now now she just looks trashy. I don't know. <laughs> uh, he also has a second part of his question. Colin does. Uh, that's what minor modifications yield the greatest benefit? Tires, tires, and brake pads. Tires and brake pads and brake fluid and uh, and driving skill. Well, tires. I think the order of uh, benefit would probably be tires, brake fluid. No, brake fluid and brake pads. You got to do them at the same time. And then tires. Yeah. And then tires. Yeah, that's probably true. Like I, I yeah. would, I would rather drive a car with good brakes and good fluid. Yeah. From on a, all seasons. From a safety perspective. Then yeah. a car on. Yeah. So yeah, if you've got like five things to do to a car, I would uh, make sure the brakes are adequate um, for a track. And and beginners use make sure yeah, beginners make sure you use grab that brake fluid. Use that brake fluid that's a couple years old that's been sitting on your shelf. Hey man, I'm I'm up to that level. I know how to do this. <laughs> I didn't crash that car. I just drove through China Beach at a hundo. <laughs> it's 
It's not like bourbon. It doesn't get better with age. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't get better at all. I don't know anyone who did that. Um, yeah, I would probably do, make sure the brakes are sweet. Do some good brake pads. Don't buy like, you know, the, either buy like the shittiest semi-metallic brakes and then buy, bring like two, two sets of them. You can go through them real fast or buy some real brake pads and some good fluid. Uh, and then tires and then springs and then, I don't know. Then just make it make, make loud vroom vroom noises like header and exhaust. And all that you shit. know. Actually, I think something that's overlooked, the minor modifications. Um, another thing, like my seat, when I put my seat in oh, my yeah. car, my bucket seat, it was great. But before that, I bought one of those cheap little like CG locks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot to be said for being held tight yep. in your seat, even with a three-point belt. The, the last being show, held tight. Yeah, huge difference. The last show we were talking about, uh, was it the last show we were talking about, or was it this show? We were talking about Civics with vinyl seats and stuff. Um, that was the last show. Yeah, Luke. That was Tuesday. Luke Wilcox, uh, you know, long-term buddy of ours, our, our one of our Hanamit founders. Um, he had it was the ultimate sleeper EF. Um, and it, if you're familiar with Honda Tech from like 2005 or six or whatever, you'll you'll know this one. But it was the license plate was ZZZZ or whatever. Uh, it had Civic uh, Integratype R motor, like good trans cams. Uh, he still got the car. I mean, he still got it in his garage, but. Um, he tracked it. It had Will Woods on it, good tires. At the time, good tires like Falcon 615s or whatever, or 215s, Falcon RT 215s. Um, uh, but uh, he tracked it with a vinyl seat, and it was like a no-bolster, you know, vinyl seat. So you're like, you're basically sitting on the slipperiest thing in the world. And, like, he dropped multiple, multiple seconds when he put a Sparco bucket in. <laughs> because, mm-hmm. because he was like, like he he literally had to hold on to the steering wheel just to hold himself into the car because he was like flying off to the one side or flying to the other side. So a seat that like can actually hold you a little bit, and then a CG lock on the on the harness or on the the factory belt. That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. So I mean that's that's pretty that's pretty high up there. Yeah, um, being held. I would into almost say do that before doing tires. Uh, well, unless you got unsafe tires, absolutely. Yeah. Those CG yeah. locks are cheap too. You and and yeah, even like one of those would bucks. hold you. One of those would hold you into vinyl seat better than a factory seatbelt, obviously. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's a great idea. Those uh, those things help. Those things help immensely. Yep. Um, and next then good up, oil, uh, you know, good fluids, and make sure the car's safe. Yeah, but, I mean, know. but that's the, that's not really modifications though. That's just kind of like regular maintenance. maintenance. Yep. Yep. So, um, Christian Ship, our buddy Christian, asks, uh, "What's the story with this car?" In reference to the EF that we talked about, yep. uh, answered in the last Tuesday. So that I'm looking at buying, looks like a hardtop SI of some variety. Uh, I do believe it is a hardtop. I don't believe it's not an SI. Yeah. Obviously, it's an '88, not an '89. Uh, when is Austin going to settle on a car versus having the world's worst case of ADD? Never. Uh, I'll settle on a car, but I'll never get over uh, car ADD. Nope. That's just the way it works. Who thinks that buying a multi-decade-old RV is a good idea? Adam. Adam does. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a good idea, too, just because of the simple fact that now I have a place to sleep. Dude, it's so this. cool. Every time I go to work, I'm like, holy shit, that's my RV. <laughs> <laughs> it's the greatest. I haven't, I haven't grown to hate it yet. I'll probably grow, grow to hate it someday. It hasn't even been a week yet. Uh, no, it's been, uh, well. No, I guess it has. It's been a week and a half. Mm, sort of. I, I I actually i i talked to uh, i talked to the guy I'm buying it from. He couldn't find the title, 
uh, it was bad. Like, I'm like, Hey dude, how much, how do you want this, this money? And he's like, I haven't found the title yet. I can't find it. I've been looking everywhere for a week. So maybe he won't be able to sell it to you. No. And then I'm like, all right, uh, I'm going to go out in the RV and look during lunch. And I literally found the title in the RV in like three minutes. <laughs> so currently I have the title and have not paid him for the <laughs> RV. Dude, you just don't need to. Yeah. You're good. No, but uh, I'll, pay him, uh, I'll pay him eventually. He hasn't told me how he wants the money yet. But so. See, Christian also wants to know uh, why are sliding doors, sliding glass doors, such a pain, and why hasn't Adam? Why wasn't Adam Jabay here to help me work on mine? On Sunday, Christian and I were texting back and forth about uh, his patio door. He's got an aluminum frame patio door, and on patio doors, there's like a there's you know there's wheels underneath the door inside the door, and uh, and they it sounds like the wheels like locked up, and when that happens, typically the track that the wheels roll on it gets all flat spotted and crappy. Um, and some of the, some of the builder quality aluminum frame ones, like the track starts to fold over and like mushroom and die. And it sounds like that's what happened to his and, and he's not having a great day. So I don't know. I, I'll fix it. During, also... I'll fix it during the 24 hours of Daytona. If, uh, if I go, <laughs> Oh, you're going to go, uh, thinking about it. Yeah. We're, uh, we're talking about going down when for is the day. That? Uh, January, like 24, 25, something like that. It, I've never been, and I've talked about going forever. Um, and flights the to flights Florida are cheap. Yeah, it's like hundred bucks. Yeah. Uh, could be fun. I'd like to walk. Maybe I'll have to get maybe I'll have to get sick at work again. Yeah, I know you had you had a bad meal January twenty three. Not very <laughs> healthy at all. I think it'd be really fun to walk around with the recorder um, all night at the twenty four hours of Daytona and just talk to people. Yeah, so, I think so. Yeah, that's. Uh, uh, this is like a thing that has been bouncing in my head for a while, but like it just got serious about four hours ago. So, if uh, if you knew somebody that was going to be there that had, had an RV, you could just schedule another um, like get together. I totally do. I know some, another like slip angle track tune get together. I know multiple for, like, people. I know multiple people that would be there with RVs. <laughs> so I I think that needs to happen, and I think I definitely need to skip work. Uh, how much are tickets to get in? I don't know. I I should probably investigate that. I don't think it's very much because it's Daytona. I if we can get press passes. Probably could. Maybe we should try and get press passes. Let's work on that. <laughs> all right. I'll send some emails tomorrow. So, <laughs> Christian also wants to know, uh, why are all the K20 cars lightweight cheaters? Until this is fixed, Miata isn't the answer. <laughs> Have you read the thread on I Rivers? assume this is... Or on the, the form that shall not be named? No. Um, there's a long thread that Danny Stein, um, Stein, whatever, one of the, uh, one of the foremost spec Miata drivers in NASA and SCCA, um, he built a super touring light car, an STL car. Um, yeah, the NC Miata, right? Uh, actually it's a, it's an MX-5. Is that one of NC? the one of the newer ones, though. Yeah, is that an NC? Yeah, it's an NC. Like 2006? Yeah, 2006. Yep. Um, and, up, and it's yeah. got the 2-liter MZR motor or whatever. Um, it's like a full-tilt build. He bought, I think he bought the build from someone, and it's got like a Jesse Prather motor. Like, this is probably like a $70,000 STL car or more. Um, and he's <laughs> he's got a long thread on the forum that shall not be named about how, uh, you know, how... Civics just win everything, and they're dominating, and the K20 cars are dominating. K20 cars are dominating in STL. And it's kind of true. They are. They're kind of the easy button because the motor is, like, already the STL motor out of the box. It's 11 to 1, big cams, you know. Uh, it's, like, the best motor you can get. And 
Uh, and, and then in the course of this thread, which is like probably two months old, Danny Stein reset the track record at Road Atlanta and he reset the track record at Sebring. <laughs> and it's Miata. <laughs> so I don't know. The, the thread the thread took a funny tour, turn towards the end. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I think it's going to be an interesting year. I'll have to in check Super that Jingle. one out. It'll be an yeah. it'll be an interesting year because I think there's going to be a few pretty big heavy hitters in the Mazda world coming out, like Jim Drago, Danny, a few others. So I don't know. Could be fun. Yeah, I mean, it's looking like they probably feel like they have a little bit more leeway for engineering in STL. Yeah, and they're probably. I mean, if you if you race one class for that long, you probably start getting tired of it. It's much more. Yeah, STL is and much more. Those guys have been running class. Spec Miata. Yeah, those guys have been running Spec Miata for years. <laughs> Yeah, and and they found you know they found all the things, and I would imagine after a while, like I don't know, pretty soon you want to start putting different headers on cars. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's see, James James Houghton asks, uh, did Austin buy the EF? Mm, Not yet. Find out. Find Not out. Not yet. Soon. Getting closer. Getting closer every day. I'm working on them. I think it'd be a fun let's car for see. you, man. It'd be a really fun car. Yeah, it wouldn't be that bad. Yeah, as we talked about on the last show, um, they're they're kind of the only front wheel drive uh, car and for, and well, front wheel drive Honda especially that does anything for either one of us. So I don't know. Yeah, uh, I got a real thing for the eighty eight to ninety ones. I don't know what it is. Besides, so just, yeah, I've, I mean, I've never owned one like I said in the last show, but uh, I think I'm gonna have to try it out. Uh, it's almost like a rite of passage, yeah. especially on. Especially on the forum that shall not be named. That's uh, well. It, there's two cars in the world, um, in the autocross world, that get referred to as God's chariot, and one of them is the E30 BMW, mm-hmm. and the other one's the EF hatchback. <laughs> so they, <laughs> there's uh, there's a long-standing you know motorsports background in the 88 to 91s. There's everything and any, anything and everything under the sun for them, and yeah. for cheap, they're also super practical, um, but they're kind of tinny. They're kind of light. Um, it's a simple interior, but like the interior is pretty good looking. Like it's clean, especially for the generation of cars that it was. Like it's a clean interior. Yeah, it's just just basic. And, but there's something about driving them, man. I just I don't know. Every time I get my CRX, like I get about half a lap in, um, and in my street car too. Like even if I'm just driving around the block, but like. On the track, I get my CRX and like I'm worried about the event, or I'm worried about you know what the event that I'm running, if it's a grid life or Honda meet, or I'm worried about um, you know something with the with uh, the race that I'm in or whatever I'm doing. And about a half a lap in, like I, I totally you, you there's something about that car. I just feel so connected to it, and just everything fades away. It's for for me this car, these cars are they're just the ones I want to build. I don't know why. So is it is it better than a 1978 Volkswagen Dasher? Yes. Drastically better. <laughs> That's probably the last front-wheel drive uh, car you drove to Gingerman, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dasher. everything else. Yeah, because yeah, I drove the van out. I drove the, the key, the Acti. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and the Dasher. Yeah. Yeah, the, that was the Acti's a rear engine, rear wheel drive. No, I take that back. I think I did. I drove. Didn't I drive the wagon up for one of the events? Well, but the maybe la- not this year for festival. I drove up for festival. Oh damn it! You're right. Yeah, you were still yeah. you were still in Atlanta at festival, weren't you? Yep. I'm picturing you being in L.A. by then, but you weren't. So. <laughs> no, but the man bun was in full swing. <laughs> Is the man bun still there? Or are you doing long hair like a PR? Oh. 
Uh, both. I love the Turbo Jesus look, man. You were my freaking boost <laughs> savior at PRI. <laughs> oh, man. Turbo savior. What, was I the first one to, to say Turbo Jesus or somebody else come up with that? Yeah. No, you're the first man. one to say Turbo Jesus. 6, 6.30 a.m. creativity. And now, now all the listeners know that my nickname is now Turbo yeah. Jesus. Brad Adams sent me a picture uh, of you reading the menu at Acapulco Joe's at like 6.30 a.m. Yeah, or 7.30 a.m. And I was kind of in a traffic jam going through downtown Indy. And he said, where the fuck are you? And, you know, D-A-F-U-K or F-U-Q or whatever. And uh, and I just replied, Turbo Jesus, because <laughs> you look like <laughs> you look like my Lord and Turbo Savior. <laughs> well, and there, too, like the water is kind of like harder there, I guess. So it made my hair even straighter than it normally is. Yeah. <laughs> so... It was a good look. It, if you had sandals and like a long, dirty white robe and like a glow coming from behind you, I don't know, man. You might have sold some more GT turbos. Well, I thought I thought it'd be awesome to like superimpose my face on like a photo of of Jesus when he has his arms reached out. Might have been blasphemous uh, and, too. <laughs> and but Photoshop like two turbos, one in each hand. It's perfect. Perfect. It'd be kind of funny. You should probably do that. So that should be our new logo for uh, track. We've been looking for a new slip angle yeah. logo. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, be... you know what I thought about the other day? I thought, why don't we see if listeners have any sweet slip angle logo sub, uh, submissions that we can make stickers out? Oh of? man, yeah. I mean, so we're looking for a new logo for slip angle and for track two. Well, two new logos. So if anybody out there, yeah, we're, we'll just do both of them. Yeah. Uh, if anybody out there has uh, any graphical skills, uh, feel free to email them to us, uh, austin at tracktune.com, adam at tracktune.com, and we'll go through them. The, the, uh... And now that I've said that, I'm fully expecting to get some very, very hilarious ones. Yeah, there's going to be use. so many logos with dicks, Jonah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that'll so happen. That's... Part of the reason I was kind of thinking ahead, and that's why I never really asked anybody Dude, on the show. Come but, on, this but now is that super you've opened fun. Pandora's box, you know that you want dick logos. <laughs> yeah, but like, I don't know. I get my my regular emails on my work phone. Yeah, that's true. That's the last thing I need. Yeah. Well, then just don't open them. Come on, chill out. I get my so, emails on my work also, phone too, and every- we also have a. F- yeah, but like your work phone's your work phone. It's yeah. not like I own, a corporate. Work I own phone. the company. <laughs> so, uh, every, uh, we, so. we, we've got the new digital tech form this year for Grid Life and How to Meet events, and I, I kid you, it's got a it's got a thing where you can sign uh, with your finger on the tech form, right? Uh, you sign your name. I kid you not. The first one I got was not a signature of a name. <laughs> So, I think it was from Tim Levine or somebody. But, nice. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think you posted that. Yeah, I, you posted it on Track Midwest. There's been some good ones. There's been some funny ones. Yeah. But, hey, seriously though, we would. Uh, I would love uh, like some legit logos. We don't just need dick jokes. Now that we've talked about the dick jokes enough, maybe we won't get dick jokes. But we've been uh, we've been uh, petitioning our our kind of our best uh, graphic designer, which is the founder of grid life, Chris, um, to make us some new things. And he's got his hands full with grid life and babies and Christmas. So he blew, he's been blowing us off for at least two months now. <laughs> so, so yeah. actually he's been blowing us off for like a year and a half. Yeah. We well, yeah, we did. When we started, <laughs> we did ask him for a new one too. 
He listens so to the we show. Did maybe, the, maybe this will be the impetus to get Yeah, him. maybe that'll make him get do it. <laughs> so the the Slip Angle logo, Lane from DWA, touched it up uh, probably about a year ago. Yeah. Yeah, we've just been been nursing that one. Yeah, that's good enough for now. So, but yeah, uh, we do have more questions too. Where? Um, uh, and a high performance driving and racing enthusiast group on Facebook. Oh, There's a lot no. of questions here too. <laughs> oh yeah, we're gonna answer all of them. Okay, go nuts. Um, Nick asks, which car is best car? Which car is best? I think we've covered that. EF EF Civic, well, obviously. Let's do front wheel drive, rear wheel drive, and all wheel drive. If you were going to build uh, something for all around track and street use, what would you do for front, rear, and all wheel drive? For front wheel drive, yeah. Um, trying to think. For front wheel drive, budget unlimited. Uh, budget, budget reasonable, but yeah, no McLaren F1s. Oh, no. Yeah. Maybe like a front wheel drive, like an eighth gen Civic Si, maybe. That's a good one. That's a really good one. With an LSD? Yeah. With an LSD? Yeah, that's a good one. All around comfortable, very decently quick. Um, Yeah, and pretty, pretty inexpensive. Yeah, you can make, you can make them turn pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's what I would pick because these, these are all things that I've been searching for recently. So all of these will be reasonably priced yeah um all-wheel drive car i don't know focus rs at the moment i didn't even think about that one i've never ever researched all-wheel drive anything evo evo 10 maybe yeah a little bit more refined than evo 8 or a 9 what would you do rear-wheel drive because you've had miatas and s2000s Ooh, but if it was a daily driver i don't think i'd pick any of those probably be a bmw of some sort like an e92 m3 okay I was going to say for rear-wheel drive E46 M3 because the S54 motor uncorked yeah. and opened up with you know, ITBs. E- oh, sounds so good. And E46, yeah, I mean, E46 would be great, but if, like, the budget's unlimited, like, why wouldn't you just get the E92? Well, because the S54 like, if they were, so If magical. they were both, oh. yeah, but but with the, the V8, I don't know. The V8 uncorked sounds amazing. That's true. Well. That is true. So... Um, Front wheel drive. I don't know. I'd probably just stick with the CRX. I love CRX. It's a, it's probably the best front wheel drive platform that's you know in my in my world. Although some of the new stuff is really good, like the new Civics you're talking about. Some of the new Volkswagens, um, really really good. Surprisingly, um, but I yeah, like the new GTI. Yeah, totally. Heck yeah, man. Yeah, all wheel drive. Um, I really really liked Abrams Evo Ten that we drove a few times this year. I've never driven an Evo 7 through 9, but uh, probably the only all-wheel drive car that really, like, hit me and, like, made me want to own one was uh, when I tracked uh, our buddy Tall Kyle's R32 GTR. So Ah, and, yeah. And they're actually semi-affordable. That's, that's a pretty good one. You can get one for, like, twenty twenty five thousand, like a nice one. Yeah, um, but if it, if it was a one car, though, that you were going to daily, yep. like, I know you said front-wheel drive, you'd pick your CRX. That That's what you would daily, too? You had one car to do everything with. That yeah. would be your car. Yeah, I have daily CRX. I did for many, okay. many years. I loved it. Uh, well, I daily the hatchback, but yeah. <laughs> oh man, I cough. I'm holding the microphone away when I cough. No more. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, uh, I love EFs dailies. But man, that R32 just felt special. Like you drive it around, and it's like it's just different, especially because in the right right hand drive, but the right side of the car. But it was a, uh, I don't know. I mean, it it felt. Like it felt EF ish, like it felt like of that generation, uh, but tight and ref- 
you know, very, very fast. Very, very cool car. I, we did a few laps on track and I drove around the street for a while one day, but yeah, probably an R32 GTR all wheel drive. For real drive, I really love that S54 BMW, the M3 motor. Yeah. Such a good motor, NA. I, and I love straight six motors. I just love the sound. No, it's a great choice, and they're they're pretty reasonably priced. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, not that bad to work on. You were just you were just uh, talking about an S fifty four if S fifty four M three motor swap wagon. Um, wagon, yeah, which would be awesome. No, nah, that would probably sounds so good. That'd be so, that'd be so yeah. weird to have such a cool noise coming from a wagon too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see, Emilio Cervantes asks, "What is the average weight of an unladen African swallow?" Um, Monty Python question. Yeah, yeah. I forget what the response to that in Monty Python was. I haven't seen that in like five years. <laughs> Dang it, me too. I think it's East African or what West African. It? I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that's what it was. Um, let's see. Nick again asks. Uh, we know red fastest color. Which second fastest color? Hmm. You did have a red S2000 that was fast, and then a red Miata that was quick. Yeah, and your streetcar's red. Yeah, yeah, and it, it does burnouts in fifth gear, or it did. My FRS was pretty quick. Yeah, that was red, too. Now, we really um, we really got a problem with red, don't we? What's the second fastest color? Um, black? No, my... White. If I get this EF, it'll be, it'll be black. Mm, I don't know. White's a pretty fast color. A lot of cars win races that are white. James... James Houghton's is black, uh, but it's actually got more. Or is white. It's got more James red Houghton's in it. James Houghton's is white. The, the, yeah, the color scheme's um, got a lot of red in it. <laughs> you know, remember the the big bad wolf S two thousand though. That thing was black. Yeah, so fast. Yeah, probably black. Um, but Andy Smedgard's car used to be white. Ronnie's car is white. Yeah. Uh, I, I noticed that I don't know. At the, at the, it's 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 probably black or white. Yeah, the SCCA runoffs this year. Um, I noticed a lot of black and white race cars. There's a lot of them. Yeah, probably black, white, and red. Those are the three fast black. colors. Yep. Race car colors. Um, let's see. Intern Derek asks, uh, "Hookers or blow?" Hmm. Uh, I've never had blow headers, but I love hooker headers. So my I'm grandpa had hookers. hooker headers on his RV. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. So that, that settles it. Mm-hmm. I thought that was um, so funny Emilio... when I was 12. <laughs> <laughs> Emilio asks, uh, double IPA, barrel-aged imperial stout, or Belgian quad? Hmm. Uh, I'm going to say it depends on the temperature outside. Okay, I can see that. If it's cold out, I would probably do the imperial stout. Do I have to have one of the two of these, or can I have something else entirely? <laughs> I'll go with the IPA. Yeah, none of those are none of those are up your your alley, huh? I'll go with the IPA, but um, <laughs> right. I prefer gin or bourbon. So, or Tito's. Uh, Tito's is good. Tito's in a beer bottle. I'm down with that too. If I've got uh, a beer Mike bottle, Taylor I'll pour asks, it in there. Mike Taylor asks. Mike uh, Taylor asks, stupidest car decision you ever made. <laughs> These are Mike. Mike's got some good questions here. Oh man, Mike's made some dumb ones too. <laughs> um, stupidest car decision I ever made was well, I don't know. It sent me down the road that led to everything that I ever did, which has been fun. Um, I got two. I got two of them. I should have bought, uh, you know, the boxy generation. I think it's MK3 uh, Jettas and and uh, Golfs. 
Um, yeah. Not the not the cool box. Late like, to like the the late eighties, early early nineties. No, it's like ninety six. A little more rounded. So yeah. A little more rounded. Yeah, like the slabby yeah, the one, Mark the slabby there. ones before they get rounded. Yeah, the ones cute. the ones they did the Harlequin versions of. Yes. Yeah, I think it's MK three yeah. or four. Yeah, that's the Mark. Remember. That's the Mark. That's the Mark three. Um, I almost like I test drove and like I got money together when I was seventeen. I I, I almost bought a TDI. Um. And like I was super into it, like it was gonna, it was, and I thought it was so fast too. And then I bought, and and then I ended up buying my the car that my brother has, which is the '91 Nissan Maxima, because it was a little bit cheaper and it felt faster. And they're both sticks, and they're both white, and they're both in good shape. Um, but I always wondered, just the other day, I was wondering, like, how would my car world have been different if I had bought that Volkswagen? It probably been hmm. like it would have been totally different. Like there probably wouldn't even be like a grid life or Honda Meet because. Um, like I met all those guys because I had a white EF and they were at a concert that I was at and like, they left a note on my window. That's how I got to know all these guys. So like Chris from grid life huh. and Luke from grid who, life. And... Who was it that, do you know who it was that left the note? Yeah, it was Luke. Actually it was our buddy. It was, it was our buddy, Patrick. And he left Luke's number because Luke was going to Canada to buy a truckload of engines. And he said, if you ever need an engine call Luke and it was Luke's number. So. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, yeah, that's how that's how like that's how I got tied up with all this crap and that's what got me on track. Actually, I the first the first car that I was ever on track in was a pre-production um R32 like an 0102 um the Volkswagen R32. Really? Yeah, it was uh for Michigan Volkswagen Enthusiast Day. They had a pre-production Oh, the Mive. Yeah, the Mive events, day. yeah. They they had uh, and I didn't even know what it was like I wasn't a Volkswagen guy I was into Hondas, um, but there was a guy giving rides in a pre production one from Volkswagen that was the first car that I ever went around Gingerman in so huh um, that's pretty sweet I, I, I don't I wonder how my whole world would be different if I had bought that dumb Volkswagen instead of that Maxima so I don't know I don't know you. You'd probably work on be working on cars way less. <laughs> It'd probably be way better. <laughs> I wouldn't have this damn addiction. Wouldn't be buying an RV right now. My wife would probably love me more. <laughs> I don't know. You'd probably be driving a Porsche by now, man, because that's how it works, don't, right? Don't like, tell me that. You get the man. Volkswagen, and then you get the Audi, and then you get the Porsche. Yeah, probably. That's all. You got to keep it in the family. Pro- probably. I'd, I would probably have a. I would probably have a rabid hatred for check engine lights and plastic coolant uh accessories <laughs> but um I don't know. let's see stupidest car decision i've ever made i've never bought anything stupid i mean i had some jeeps and stuff when i was in high school mm-hmm. bought the s2000 jeeps um, are cool owned a slew of cars in chicago yeah you did stupidest yeah, did. decision i ever made was probably selling my s2000 yeah that's pretty dumb <laughs> That was pretty stupid. Although David Yinks does it, you know who has it at least. And he listens yeah. to the show. Yeah, but that's like the one car that I, that's the longest I'd ever owned a car. How long did you have that? But like at 10 the years? time, eight years. Eight years. That's a long time. So we've been through a lot together. I was just thinking but, about it. My red hatchback, I have owned that for like 17 years or 16 years now. It's like a long time for somebody to own a shitty Honda. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Mike Taylor asks another question. Craziest car moment ever. Example, mine was racing at Daytona at night during a tropical storm, blah, blah, blah. What's yours? Hmm. What's yours? I don't know. I have to think about it. 
Uh, yours would probably be like peeing through the floor of a lemon's car. No, I almost peed through the floor. I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't whip it out past um, the harness. My craziest car moment. I don't know. I mean, what defines what defines crazy? Because to me, it just seems normal. Well, what what is the like? Is there a moment where you thought you were going to write the car off or like? fall off a cliff like you, you had a lot of moments in the in the mountains and stuff up by uh uh tail of the dragon and stuff you know never never in the s2000 or the miata um the old gti that i used to drive in college that was my uncle's it was a mark ii gti yeah uh one night i went a little wide and ended up like kind of dropping two wheels off the road mm. um i was like some what was it I think Miatas were there. It was Miatas at the Gap. This was like in like 2008. Okay. And I was out playing around with a bunch of Miatas in the GTI, and a bunch of them buzzed me uh, like the opposite direction. Um, and I just kept going, but all of a sudden I went a little too wide, dropped two wheels off, like rubbed the frame on the side of the the road, mm -hmm. and ended up like spinning around, and ended up like facing the other direction in the other lane perfectly, and was like, oh cool, I get to go chase those guys now. <laughs> <laughs> so I just kept going. That's pretty. Uh, that's pretty uh, convenient. Later on that night, I was going through a corner, and you know I was driving pretty hard, and all of a sudden, like the seat falls back. I'm like, "What the oh, heck?" You've told me this uh, before. I, yeah, I, I snapped the I snapped the frame rail for yeah. the seat, like the slider. That's a good one. Um, snapped that clean in half, and later on that night too, while I was driving back, because we put like a log under the the chair and like. <laughs> Use some ropes to like tie it down. Yeah, um, would would probably pass grid life tech actually. Nope, no, <laughs> just kidding. We have a pretty good um, tech program. Come on. <laughs> uh, later on that night, I blew the literally the welds on the manifold. The intake like, or the manifold uh, exhaust. <laughs> That'll happen. Yeah. So it's a long night for got, that Volkswagen. Jeez. That car was pretty rough. Yeah. It was a late night. So that was that was probably the the craziest. I don't want to say craziest moment, just a crazy night. And that's before, like, I ever got into autocrossing or tracking or anything. Yeah. Um, but as far as, like, close calls go, that one was probably the closest. I don't know what my craziest ones would be. Like, before before I got into really doing track stuff heavily, I was I had done, like, two track days. And I had my Beater 89 four-door Civic. It didn't have a dashboard. Um had always had crappy tires. And it was just a total heap. It was just built out of spare parts. And I was caught in this crazy snowstorm, and it was, like, totally windy. Like, the windy is it's probably 50-mile-an-hour winds, 40-mile-an-hour winds. And I was coming back from Michigan from, from a wedding. I had to take somebody up to Wheaton. Um, and Sarah and I were dating at the time. She was driving passenger seat and then, or riding passenger seat. And I had one of my old roommates. I had to take him up to Wheaton, um, like, north side of Chicago, northwest side. And uh, it took us eight hours to get from Grand Rapids to Wheaton, which is, like three and a half, four hour drive. Um, because we got stuck in the snow like three times. We, every time a semi truck would like go by us, uh, we we took back roads cause it was so bad on the highway and a semi truck would go by us. And like one time it like sucked us off the road. It was so bad, <laughs> but I didn't have any like skills and I, it probably wouldn't have been as big of a deal now, but I just remember white knuckling it for eight hours and it was just terrible. I was probably night. I was probably 19 or 20, but, um, Still probably the hairiest uh, moment on track. I've talked about it before was when the steering wheel came off in the Lemons car, and then I got <laughs> I got nauseous. Um, 
because because like my blood pressure went crazy. I hadn't slept, and then I puked in the helmet three times and swallowed it down, so I didn't puke in my new helmet. <laughs> That's I think that was episode three or four that we talked about that. Yeah, that was. Uh, it was yeah, it was it was pretty early on. I could I could do that story in its full twenty five minute fashion. I'll do it another time, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, steering wheel comes off, uh, went into a slide in the kink on South Course at Autobahn, kept the car on track somehow by jamming. I jammed the steering wheel back on back in place. The car didn't go off track. I almost hit somebody, like somebody was in my door almost. And uh, blood pressure went through the roof, um, like, you know, starting to see spots, and I calmed myself down, and then I hadn't slept, I hadn't eaten because we swapped the motor the night before mid-race. And it was a long, it was a hundred degrees. The cool suit so that failed, was, you know. That was literally the loose nut behind the wheel. It was. the Well, the, the steering wheel, the steering wheel itself was the loose nut. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, if you jam your hand uh, behind a full face helmet and grab your nose, like your upper lip and your jaw, um, you can keep the barf in your mouth. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> So uh, yeah, that was that see. was a, that was a rough one. That was a rough moment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Justin Ford asks uh, a sales job scenario for a car enthusiast. Car must have four doors. Must be five years or newer, and must be over twenty-seven thousand uh, dollars. I'll be driving around fifty thousand miles a year. Wow, a lot of miles. I mean, obviously TDI wagon. Yeah, that's a good one. You almost can't I mean, beat it. That's exactly. It's essentially exactly what I did. Yeah. So that was pretty good. Um, they're kind of hard to get now, though. So maybe a three twenty eight D wagon. That'd be a good one too. They made those in wagons, huh? Yeah, something diesel. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're awesome. That thing's got crazy torque too, doesn't it? Yeah. Right. I mean, if you're driving that many miles, like something diesel would probably be great. Yeah. Something diesel and comfortable. Um, um if you're gonna go gas. Uh, I don't know. There's some pretty nice. Uh, there's a lot of nice four door. You know, Nissan's got some I mean, good stuff. Like a and, Lexus, or yeah. I guess it it depends on what industry you're in too. Yeah. You know, like if I would have driven a Lexus in my job, uh, going to all the body shops and stuff, uh, they probably wouldn't have trusted me very much. Yeah. So, I, the uh, the Cadillac ATS. That's a rad car. They're really cool. I don't know. I got kind of a thing for those right now. Yeah, I just there's too much there's too much black plastic in the interior. Yeah, yeah, I don't really care. So, I'm an EF guy. <laughs> so I'm the, I'm the, we do. I'm the wrong the wrong guy to ask what any of this. <laughs> so we still have a bunch of questions, um, but I would like to talk a little bit about Christmas lists too. Oh man! So let's uh, let's jump over to Christmas lists. All right, we'll save the questions. I'll probably. For I'll probably next- yeah, I'm probably going to cut this and put it at the beginning okay. of the show for Christmas. You're not going to cut it. Um, I might. Who knows? <laughs> um, so Christmas lists. What do you want to talk about with Christmas lists? Wish lists. Yeah, what's, uh, what is on your Christmas wish list this year? Anything track or car related? I, I got two of the things, and they were the only car things on my list. I already got them last night at uh, my my. The Jabays, uh, they have my, my brother and my parents and our, our spouses, you know, my, you know, my brother's wife and my wife and, and my daughter. We had our little Christmas party last night and my dad got me a DeWalt cordless impact, um, which is a rad thing. 18 volt cordless impact dri- uh, drill, uh, impact gun driver, whatever you call it. 
I've never had one of those. I've always, you know, grabbed your buddy's one and grabbed my buddy's one. Or I, I, I bring a corded one to mid Ohio because uh, I'm usually in a garage with like Lee or my buddy Tom. Um, but I've never had a cordless one before, so I'm excited about that. So and nice. My uh, <laughs> my sister in law, uh, my brother's wife, she she said she stalked me to figure out what I want, what I might want car wise. Um, that was like semi affordable. Um, and my brother said, yeah, she followed you to that one forum. <laughs> so she listens to the podcast randomly, I think. And, oh, yeah. uh, she figured out what the forum that shall not be named is, uh, which has been said here before, but I'm not gonna be the guy that gives it away to anybody else. But, um, and like a year ago, I posted something about like cheap camera systems and, uh, and then I didn't end up buying anything because uh, when I was at Road Atlanta in December for the NASA Santa's Toy Run, um, Chris from Grid Life came down because we were going like, to check out the track and learn things and have meetings and stuff during that weekend. And he brought me like all of the old GoPros that he had, which is like three regular GoPros and like a Hero 2. <laughs> and, uh, and I've only successfully recorded one race with a GoPro because they're either dead or I hit the buttons wrong like every time or I just forget. They usually just forget. Um, but Jeremy Nelson got me a, uh, a dash cam. They, they went through a bunch of different dash cams and they figured out one that has, you can put an external GPS on it and have like mile an hour and stuff like that. Um, so some pretty useful data for when you're looking at, you know, in car and, um, and this one, uh, is like he wired in. So it auto starts and then it's got just a, a big SD card and it just, it'll, it'll loop record. So every time you start the car, it'll it'll record what uh, what you do, and then it'll just over record, you know, off the oldest stuff. So if you've got something that you want to keep, you pull the card out and put it in the computer, and other than that, you don't have to do anything with it. So well, it's about time, man. I might actually have some in car this year. So yeah, <laughs> I think the only one that I've ever recorded was the NASA race <laughs> at Road Atlanta. <laughs> Well, so those are cool gifts. Those are two cool things that I've wanted. But other than that, I don't really yeah. want anything. Like I got it. That's kind of where I'm at, man. Like I don't know if someone wants to buy me this EF, I'll take it. But <laughs> you like, would. I didn't really shocking. Yeah, or or B16. But I I don't know. I didn't really make a list this year. My family kept asking me for a list. I haven't made a list in um, years, really. So maybe an Apple Watch. I don't know. The... There's nothing. My life's pretty boring right now. With uh, with car guys, there's always useful like, no, tools. No, for car but, stuff. Um, well, I don't even have a place to work on tools or for for tools anymore. Yeah, well, you get back there. You just live on the beach right now. Did you surfboard? Did you take all of your tools with you? I took a majority of them. Okay, they're in a storage unit though. Okay, you got them in a storage unit in California. Yep. Okay. What's your garage so, like there? Uh, it's just a parking garage, oh, okay. like group parking garage underneath you underneath the apartment complex. You don't have like a, a a separate garage area or anything, though. No, no, but like you have to have a scan card to get in and everything. Yeah, and yeah. You can't just walk in either, so it's it's pretty secure. But you don't have a place that you roll a door down. And you can like leave a toolbox or anything like that. Uh, no. Okay. I mean, there are there's like lockable storage units down there. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's. There's no like garage doors or big storage units down there. Yeah, the storage unit that I have is is offsite. It's like three miles away. Nice thing about an EF is you can just leave everything in it, <laughs> as long as it's not super valuable. Yeah, there's a lot you of space. You can fit four wheels and tires in there, right? You can fit like nine, twelve, nine to ten wheels and tires in there. 
Oh, see, this is perfect. That's all yeah. I need. You, uh, the, the best way is to fold the rear seats down, and then you f- slide the front seat forward or remove it completely because it's only four 12-millimeter head bolts. Um, slide the front seat forward and then like lay it flat or just fold it forward all the way, and you can fit so many things in there. They're really it's useful. Perfect. They're useful little vehicles. But. Yeah. yeah if you're so gonna, I if, think that's, that's the where. That's the way I'm leaning. If you're going to have like a, a set of like R compounds or hot street tires, you know, 200 treadwear tires or whatever, um, yeah, you could fit those behind the back seat just about. You fold the back seat down, which is, you know, just you lift two little tabs up and fold the seat down. Um, you can fit those. You can fit a jack. You can fit all the tools you want, anything. So yeah, they're super easy to live with. Sweet. No, it sounds like, uh, yeah. it sounds like my mind's kind of made up, at least right now. This is the strongest I felt about about any one car uh, that I've been looking at recently. Yeah, figure out what you want to do motor wise, and even if even if just now you you buy a newer Civic motor, even like a D fifteen out of an EG with multi point, and just slap that in, and you know, see if you can get Brian to wire up some multi point wiring. Which is it's pretty basic, but it's uh, if wiring's not your thing, there's a lot of guys that can do it. You can even buy jumper kits and adapters to do that. But um, I mean, I could do I could do a swap in a weekend, right? Oh yeah, probably I, in a day. I I did I did one in two and a half hours once. So, huh? They're especially so if you do a D like series. For... If you do a D series, they're super easy. But if you do a B series and you no, just collect what all if the I do parts, a B series? if you collect yeah. all the parts, the hardest things that you have to do, like where the rear mount is, like on them on the cross member, you take that out, and then like there's a little lip you got to like bend down. You can do it with the vice grips, and then a, then a mini sledge. And then you got a clearance a little bit for the alternator uh, pulley. Um, so you've got to basically smack the driver's side, like, frame horn where the alternator is. you got to smack it, like, 50 times. So it takes, like, huh. it takes like three minutes. So I'm wondering if I could, if I got everything, if I could just, I got to talk to Brian. We might be able to just do it on a weekend there. Brian. And then it could be. Brian from Hasport for VTech Academy. Brian from Hasport could probably do that motor swap, completely hammered, uh, with a blindfold on. So that's as it's as so basic the, as they the get. The guy that owns the guy that owns the car right now says that him and Brian both really want to see it on the road. Yeah, dude, that would be it'd be so fun to even if you just bought like some if if you had Brian find you some parts car with a swap in it already, and and if and then you get everything there and then you. Buy a few parts and in you go. That's the cheapest way to do it. Or if you buy like a JDM R motor or GSR or SIRG or whatever, there's a lot of options. You can use the hydro or the cable actuated trannies too. You you're not limited to one or the other. So I just want I want it to be faster in a straight line than an S2000. Uh, it would probably be right there with a B16. It would be faster with a B18 with a with yeah. a VTEC B18. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it'd be fun. So, it'd be a lot of fun. That's all I want. That's all I want for Christmas. Yeah, all I, Although, uh, all last, I want is a day last off. Tuesday, yeah. <laughs> last Tuesday, or I guess just a couple of days ago, I wrote an article for Ross Bentley's Speed Secrets. Oh, dang. That um, essentially was asking Santa. Well, let me back up. Ross sent me an email saying, hey, we're thinking about putting together this uh, this newsletter yeah. for right before Christmas on, you know, what you would ask Santa for, uh, either a car, a skill, something. Yeah. So my answer was that I would ask Santa for 
the ability to think more or more cognitive ability. Yeah. Because that just kind of manifests itself into being able to be a, just a, a badass on track. That's a good. Uh, that's so, uh, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you can your way think through more. Every turn and... Yeah, I mean, you know, oftentimes Ross will talk about like programming and stuff like that and re reprogramming your brain. Yeah. Which is obviously very, very, very essential. Um, but if you think about like a computer and running programs. It's limited to what the hardware can actually support. Yeah. The, so I want a hardware upgrade. I think the 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 first I've talked to other people about I've talked to people about this before, but like when I when people started thinking like, when people started saying, "Oh, you're getting pretty fast out there," um, it was when I stopped driving like seat of my pants and you start thinking like you're planning more and you're looking for stuff and you're not just reacting. So. Yeah. Yeah. If, yeah. I mean, you go around a corner and you're like, oh, yeah. I could do this better next time. Yeah. Doing this instead of just like flinging the car around the track and looking at the lap timer yeah. and being like, oh, that was faster. Yeah. It, uh, so, that, that's a, I think a lot of that just comes with more seat time. But so anyway. Uh, yeah. So that's, uh, that's my Christmas thing. So I don't, I don't Merry have a Christmas, whole lot. Uh, Happy holidays to everybody that's listening. Yeah, I don't have a whole uh, lot I want. I've had a pretty good year. It's been a good year. So, Yeah. So cool, it's man. Been, uh, right, it's well, been we've fun, been talking man. for like two and a half hours. We did two shows in a row, and my voice yep. is shot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, upload that file for me, Sounds and good. Uh, we'll go from there. All right, man. We'll talk to you soon. Have a good night. Cool. All right. Happy holidays. See you, man. See ya.